Do whatever you want, Kate. <laughs> Yesterday, they were trying yep. to figure out food, and then Caitlin's like, I don't want a hot dog. I had a hot dog at the movie theater last night. And then Chad's like, do you want a movie theater hot dog? And she's like, ooh, maybe. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> I was like, this is the worst. Uh, hey everybody, welcome back to The Forecast, a bi-weekly podcast about everything games, film, and news. I'm clearly Aaron Juno, which is different than Caitlin, who was here last week hosting, or last time hosting. I'm Alex McCoslin. I'm Ben Diaz. I'm Caleb Juno. I think I'm Chad McCoslin. <laughs> Good call. And I'm Jake Federkyle. Don't know why those are out of order. On today's episode number 187, <laughs> E3 is officially dead. More layoffs plague the games industry, this time at Hasbro. And we slowly read through every nominee and winner for the Game Awards. That will take at least an hour. <laughs> Plus, A24 has made video game movie deal of the century. And of course, we've been playing games. If you'd like to know more about what we do, you can follow us on our social channels. You can check out our website at wethehorizon.com, where we have a ton of original content for you to browse through, including our multi-arc Starfinder adventure, the discordant signal, which I don't, maybe we'll get to play again this month. We'll see. Additionally, everything we talk about is in our cast notes, which is pushed out to whatever podcasting app you are using. Let's get into it. Are you guys excited? As I am, because I'm always yes. excited. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So excited. <laughs> oh. uh, all right. Let's start off with some news uh, in news realm. Uh, Alex, we, ha- we heard some, I don't know, it depends on who you're asking. Bad news, good news, but E3? Why would it be good news? Does anybody it's care? News. Yeah. Whatever. Wow. <laughs> do, can you, you guys, tell me about you... the straight face that you care about E3? You guys not have childhoods? Like, what are you doing? I had three channels. Mm. E3 being, so E3 has died officially. Uh, it was with our childhoods. It was canceled <laughs> this year, and then the other day they came out and said, actually, we're not doing it ever again. Um, it's been kind of going that way since COVID, so mm-hmm. not very surprising. But, yeah, I mean, in terms of childhood, I was referencing, like, I was, like, the best time of the summer in school. You'd, like, get to watch all these sick new game announcements come out. It was always, like, so hype. Like, old E3... Like seeing like the first few frames of a trailer and being like, oh my gosh, is this what I think it is? Like that sort of thing. (laughs) Like a lot of times nowadays, companies will just like announce things and it's like no mystery, no fanfare. It's just like we posted a trailer on our YouTube because we can. Who needs to do marketing through like big conferences nowadays? Um, And it's just less exciting. And I just, I miss some of that magic, which I think the game awards is kind of taking up the slack a little bit in, in mm. terms of that sort of, you know, mystery and exciting announcements and the crowd being like, what? I can't believe that's happening. Like that we, that was not leaked actually. That's crazy. <laughs> so it, I, I am a little bit sad that it's going away, even though it's not been, it's been a shadow of his former self for a while. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really not sad at all, Alex. I'm sad <laughs> for you. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, I am, the Venera, I was, but I'm just shocked they actually said it. Yeah. That they actually bothered to come out and say, yeah, we're not doing it anymore, rather than continuing to pretend it was <laughs> oh, definitely no, going to happen any minute now. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of been over ever since like social media got big and could, like Sony and Microsoft figured out they could just hold their own separate events like before E3, yeah. like the week before E3 or whatever. They're holding press conferences, that sort of thing. So. There's still going to be that time of year that like Jeff Keighley will probably do like Summer Games Fest and there'll mm -hmm. be some cool stuff that comes out of that. So it kind of yeah. lives on spiritually, but still sad. Do you feel like it's just been taken over by all these other game shows that happen now regularly? I mean, they, I think those are just trying to fill the gap that E3 lost to uh, probably being too costly for mm -hmm. companies to consider marketing through anymore. Hmm. Um, and yeah, just again, the idea that they can just like post a trailer on their YouTube page and it gets seen by 10 million people in 24 hours, like the GTA six trailer, like that would have been some crazy end of a press conference drop, you know, five, 10 years ago. Yeah. And they announced, yeah, we're going to put a trailer out on our YouTube channel next month. <laughs> Shut up about it. And then they just... <laughs> I mean, didn't they do that because there was a leak, though? Mm -hmm. There was a leak forever ago, though. Like, I don't... Well, but the literal, literally the trailer itself leaked. Oh. Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't even see that, yeah. Yeah, that's it's why they did it a few days before they said they were going to, because it leaked online. Everyone saw it, and they were like, well, might as well make it look on purpose. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, again, Alex... like they just they just are like, yep, uh, it's posted on our YouTube channel now, and then within like the first like three hours, there were six million views on it, and it's like yeah. that was free instead of paying for a stage and you know a booth and all that stuff at a conference somewhere. Yeah, there's also just a lot more games to show off these days. Sure, yeah, yeah. a lot of developers you can't, can't show them all at one yeah conference. Think about the amount of games that are coming out that are purely in space or have a space setting. <laughs> oh, God. It's just so many tough, every man. year. Like it's way tough. more than one. How do you even keep up? <laughs> uh, speaking of another, uh, well, I don't even know how I was going to transition. Let's just talk about Sony for a second um, because oh, yeah. they have removed Discovery content. Shows that they bought, that they licensed, are now no longer here, right? So. What what basically happened is Sony has sort of HBO bought Discovery, blah, 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 blah. So there's like mm -hmm. some weirdness with the rights, right? And Sony for a while was letting you buy like Discovery Channel stuff on their platform. But now they don't have the rights to it. If you bought it, you don't have it anymore. Sony's just deleting it out of your library. <laughs> oh, damn. Gosh. So like... They're literally just taking back the thing they took your money for. Are they going to refund the money that was used to buy this? Uh, no. Oh, not as far not. as I'm aware. Anyways, why would they? Of course not. Why would they do that? Why would Man, the little guy need his money back? They want that money. That's Is this right. because Sony bought Bungie and then Bungie went to them and was like, "Hey, you can just take content back that people bought, and <laughs> they, they won't do anything about it." Oh, it's gonna be. They'll complain about it. Just call it. Just call it vaulting. Nobody will know. Yeah, it's true. It's gonna unvault the discovery programs in five years. Oh my gosh, <laughs> amazing. So no refunds, and then just mm -hmm. if it's in your library, what is it? At the end of this month, they're just gonna pull it, delete it, 
gone for i think it's end of this year which i guess does mean end of this month yeah okay that's so weird usually yep. when this stuff happens if you already own it you can just continue to use mm -hmm. it no 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 that's so bizarre because dude it's it's scary stuff like this i think is really scary because like you, yeah. you think about like your steam library yep mm -hmm. what if what if steam just like shut valve just decided nah we're oh. done and they just shut it down yeah oh, right. crap like they, what? Valve That's has talked so about this. Much money. Yeah. Uh, apparently, there's just like a a signal they can send out that'll just unlock all your Steam stuff. You can just use it locally. Wow. So, yeah. yeah. That's uh, cool. Because people have questioned them about this, and they're, you know, the biggest platform on PC for games. So they mm -hmm. and and they're independent still, so they can just do that. Like. Sure. Yeah. If they, they were care. to go out of business or whatever, and there's some like boop, there you go, Steam's unlocked. <laughs> That's wow. crazy. You, you know that Gabe's got our back. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he always has our back. Mm -hmm. Last but not least in the news section, uh, Chad, do we want to talk about how Twitch has just been changing a yeah, little bit? Twitch, Twitch is changing, guys. It's becoming yeah. a, a basically like, you know, pseudo-porn site, campsite. Mm. Um, mm. So a couple of the updates that have happened uh, recently was... Uh, there was a streamer that got banned because her whole shtick was being topless on stream but like not showing like full nippleage you can see like cleavage and then uh like one of the things that she would do was like twitch her muscles toward clap her boobs together or something i don't know weird oh. stuff what uh that made them ban her but then they're like all right let's revisit this and what they came out with with their policy change was certain content now allowed with labels artistic nudity permitted under sexual themes label mm. uh, so there's now oh. a sexual themes label um game nudity uh contextual labels necessary uh so basically i can stream my hentai games now so you know <laughs> fine you have a big um, library of those or <laughs> huge dude okay that's what i thought all right i make is sure that... it's on an alt account though yeah, so, you know. like... yeah 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 i wonder if the game nudity one is a result of Baldur's gate being <laughs> streamed a lot <laughs> probably <laughs> something like that uh what, what about uh like cyberpunk or Mm, uh, yeah. there's there's some games out there that have some nudity to it gta coming out probably has a lot of nudity mm, probably um body paint acceptable with appropriate label uh mature games label label generally covers content and then stream uh stream visibility impacted by content labels so hopefully this uh helps not allow minors to come across this content but you know mm. for a fact that they're just gonna you know come across this content yeah and it's yeah. it's so weird for twitch to do this because like their whole thing back a little bit ago was like we want to make Twitch a safe place you know we want to be pc uh you know we we want to you know be safe and have you know the miners not you know be affected by our content and it's just like all right you're just slowly shifting over to where this has now become a campsite and you need to go nowhere else. And you, just... you, keep, <laughs> you keep referencing the miners, and I keep thinking about like people in a mine <laughs> chipping away. Yeah, you got it. I'm like, that's weird. All right. Yeah. I have to imagine no. the way that works is like if you're not logged in, it doesn't show it because it can't confirm how old you are. Maybe, yeah. And then if you're on an account that's underage, then I mean, it doesn't show it. I was. But also, like, who makes 15, accounts? 16 once. Yeah. I made 18 plus accounts. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Sometimes mm. it's beneficial. You know, I had to like contact Sony to get control of my PlayStation account because it was a minor account when, from when I created it. Oh, yeah. Forever ago. Hilarious. And I had to like contact support and get them to transition it to an, a, like my own a big boy account. <laughs> big boy big, account. Big why, boy. why does Sony not have a system where it's like, oh man, this guy's had it for like 10 years. He made it like 10 years ago. Like, my birthday was, was in there <laughs> accurately. They knew I was over 18. It's weird that they didn't take the time to verify your birth date when you set up the account, but in order to transition it from being a minor account to an adult account, it's like, oh, no, 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 no. We got to go through multi-step verification. You got to call us. You got to yeah. basically, basically pick up the phone and call us. Crazy. Mr. Sony, Mr. Sony, can I, can I get my account upgraded? Here, give Mr. Sony prove... on the phone. <laughs> Do you have to prove the account is yours with a credit card that you lost years ago? Yeah, well, not that I lost, but yes, with the credit card. <laughs> Chad, does this mean, like, is the reason behind this is just retaining viewers? Do they feel like they're losing viewers? Have they had any justification as to why they made the changes, or is it just... The policy has changed. I, they haven't really made very many comments about why. Uh, I don't... I they're think like... because they started seeing that their bottom, their bottom line was being ruined, so... I mean, you got Kick over there that's not really coming out too, too strong. I mean, they keep, you know, poaching streamers here and there. There's some big names over there, like XQC. Um, mm -hmm. I believe Nick Merckx is over there now. Um, but, like, you know, you, you start losing these famales that are, like, bringing in the, the big bucks because, you know, boobies gets money. And you, you, they want their yachts. Their second, third, and fourth yachts, you know? Although, have you seen the, the Twitch CEO? Because he looks like a dude that would just be horny for this stuff. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> oh my oh. gosh. Twitch, it's just for, he's Twitch just CEO. doing it himself for him. Yeah, he just what he wants more. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's got a very particular smile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, okay. Huh. Well, that'll be uh, yeah. That's smiling. That's not even the guy that I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, jeez. I met you. There's not many of them. This is the guy I'm talking about. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Even yeah. better. Yeah. Yeah. I see it. <laughs> Excellent. I can Excellent. See it. You can continue on. No. Okay. All right. That's too bad with Twitch. Uh, I guess we'll have to move. We're gonna move to quick to kick, guys. Hope you guys are ready. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's gonna be a big well, loss mixer. for Twitch, but uh... <laughs> mixer, mixer, <laughs> mixer. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, one one thing of of relevance in tabletop, and that is that Hasbro has announced eleven hundred layoffs. That's in a lot. Twenty twenty four. That is a bunch. That's, no, I believe that is eleven hundred more layoffs. Oh, more. sorry. Excuse me. Yes, more. How many employees yeah. do they have? Uh, they Millions. currently have 6,400. Oh, that's that's quite a big jump yeah. then. Not, not 6,400 is not counting earlier this year. They laid off 800. Yeah. Okay. So that's a pretty substantial portion of the workforce. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Do they have any justification why? Uh, not that I've seen them make any claims. Just, uh, other than they basically said some generic statement about... Uh, the current, their specific statement was while we're confident in the future of Hasbro, the current environment demands that we do more, even if these choices are some of the hardest we have to make. 
Yeah. That's all they said. So just, just same like message. Them. Just like <laughs> them, basically. Same message every corporation says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It seems like the toy market has not been good for them in the last few years. I don't understand. They own D and D and magic. Well, like... they also made a made a big well, mistake with D and D as well guys, recently. They tried guys, to make you know money much... on D and D, and then they that backfired. Yeah, but I have to assume. Well, I don't know. They're they're coming out with a lot of like themed sets for magic, where they're partnering with like other um, IPs, and then they're releasing them for lots of money. I assume they're making money off of that. But also, guys, do you know how much it costs to pay for a competent C-suite member, like a CEO? <laughs> That's true. Um, there are like so few and far between. Actually, and they're so they important. Say... They are. <laughs> yeah. Incredibly important. Huge they actually important. do specifically call out in this article I'm reading that apparently the current CEO of Hasbro has a $1.5 million salary, but his total earnings for 2022 amounted to $9.4 million. Yeah, just, okay, cool. Let's, what yeah. What? Bro, <laughs> why aren't we profitable? I don't get it. Where's Me the either. money going? You know what they need to do? They need us to start selling the rights of all of their games to movie studios so they can just start making movies <laughs> out of them. That would <laughs> solve the problem. Smart. Because that's what Death Stranding has done. Ooh. <laughs> yes. So announced today. They, I think Kojima had previously said something about doing a Death Stranding movie, but it is confirmed today that they are partnering with A24 uh, to make a Death Stranding movie. Oh, genuinely, um, nice. what even is that movie going to be? Yeah, Walking. so supposedly... It's a Strand-like movie. Oh, it's going to yeah. spawn a whole new, whole new genre of film <laughs> called Strand-like. Uh, Kojima says, there are a lot of game adaptation films, quote-unquote, out there. Uh, but what we are creating is not just a direct translation of the game. The intention is that our audience will not be fans of the games, but our film will be for anybody who loves cinema. Mm. Oh. So he's going to make a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. great. I guess that's what it'll he's be saying. Like, in that case. It'll be like that Michael Fassbender Assassin's Creed movie. Man, mm-hmm. you want to talk about top tier? <laughs> not a direct there. translation of the game, that's for sure. <laughs> Uh, we're creating a Death Stranding universe that has never been seen before, achievable only through the medium of film. It will be born. A strand God. cinematic universe? A strandomatic <laughs> universe? <laughs> strand type universe. Here we go. Uh, I know everybody's excited about this, so we'll have Damn to put thing. this on our calendars and have a group watch. <laughs> but we all need to play the entire game 100% before we go watch this. Yep. Holy crap. Yeah. 100%? Yeah. 100%. 100%. Uh... I wonder, I wonder what the time to beat completionist is for Death Stranding. I'll look it up. It's it's gotta be pretty up there. You think Jordan Peele's working on the movie too? I mean, maybe. A <laughs> hundred and nine hours. Of completionist yeah. those days. Yep. Hundred and nine hours. I believe in us, boys. So we're gonna need you to record it all also for verification purposes. That's that's yeah. what the movie is. It's just Jordan Peele playing Death Stranding. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. He's only gonna get like one one hundredth of the way in. So every once in a while he's just like, that's a good looking can of monster. And then he just continues. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be a cinematic universe. He's gonna play Heck through the yeah. whole thing, but it'll be like, you know. Mm. Whatever 100 divided by 3 is, roughly. <laughs> 33 movies. Good job. Good math. Okay. Takes, there. takes place in the Get Out universe. Heck yeah. Ooh, in the future. I'm on board. I'm on board. Let's do it. 
other things in film, uh, we should probably talk about the two films that uh, multiple of us have seen in the past two weeks. First of which is Godzilla Minus Zero. I know that Alex, Caleb, and I all watched this. Anybody else watch this movie? Is uh, that not just Godzilla? <laughs> no, no, Minus Zero. It's actually it's... one less. It's Godzilla without Godzilla. They get it's... rid of him. Godzilla Minus not One, actually. Yeah, I thought it was Minus oh, One. Sorry, Minus One. Minus One. Fuck I said Minus Zero. Minus One. I know. I know. Minus One. Get him. Minus, minus, minus One. There we go. I fixed it, guys. Uh... <laughs> fixed would you call you would you can't call this like a prequel or a sequel it's just like happens at the same time it's as it's shin it's, godzilla right it doesn't even happen at the same time not, like they're specifically not they're, they're not, not connected yeah, yeah. it's, it's actually um it's it's almost from what i've read a remake of the original 1954 godzilla movie oh really yeah it's got a lot in common with that movie apparently hmm. i know that it's very much a kind of post-war film. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's about a guy who basically is struggling with sort of PTSD kind of stuff due to a Godzilla Survivor's attack. Guilt. Survivor's guilt, especially. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. For multiple reasons, too, because he was supposed to be a kamikaze pilot, and he landed and faked that his plane was wrecked, and mm-hmm. then on top of that was survived the, a Godzilla attack. I, I thought it was a really great... Film. Was he supposed I... to kamikaze into Godzilla? No, no. Oh, Godzilla didn't even wasn't around. He wasn't around yet. Yeah. Okay, this got it. Still, just during the war, and then Godzilla happens to attack after that. Yeah. I I really liked this movie. I know you guys. You said you liked Shin Godzilla better, but mm-hmm. I think this movie does a really good job of um, putting Godzilla in the light of why that idea was born, born out of post-war about Japanese's fear of another you know explosion happening like hiroshima or nagasaki and this is just like it's it's such a good representation of that and it really Mm -hmm. puts it on a very small scale story where you just look at one guy and his struggles to try and figure out how to resolve it and the people who are removed from the government trying to deal with the situation for their city their town with no support and i think it's well put together it felt like a blockbuster movie to me Mm -hmm. even even uh, the animation for Godzilla, which wasn't spectacular, was much better than Shin Godzilla animation was. So, <laughs> do you do you know what the budget for this movie was? Oh my goodness, no! And can you guess? Let me guess what the budget of this movie was: twenty-five million. Because you got like big budget Marvel movies are like two hundred million. Yeah, I'm, I'm, got, going like, low. I'm go- It's got to be lower. There's not that many people who act. The CG is on par with like Fast Ten, and <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's like fifteen million. Fifteen was, was their budget. Jeez, so low, and for it really looks good. so good for for that budget. Mm-hmm. Wow, even uh, their effects, like the the heat breath stuff, and like the lighting up oh, of Godzilla's excellent. scales and everything, so yeah. cool. Well, for what it's worth, 2014's Godzilla was $160 million to make. <laughs> Gosh. So, uh, damn. Yeah. It's an anyway. it's incredibly character-driven movie, which you wouldn't expect. So, And, and Godzilla is not even in it a whole lot. <laughs> not in it, so no. He so kind of takes on this, like, this thing that is just an ongoing, like, impending doom that they're kind mm-hmm. of just dealing with. Kind of in the same way that Shin Godzilla is written. 
except that yeah. they deal with this differently, obviously. But it's just there, slowly moving, not really affecting anything immediately, but inevitably it will destroy unless you know destroy the city unless they do something about it. Which yeah. is, it's fun change. I mean, like you said, this is like definitely referencing the the nukes. Uh, mm -hmm. Shin Godzilla leans heavily on referencing the uh, tsunami and earthquake mm -hmm. that happened in Japan. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Shin Godzilla is like a political thriller where you learn how the the politics of dealing with a kaiju attack in Japan. And then this one's like uh, the uh, individual mm -hmm. character heartfelt, like wartime trauma movie. Very cool. Very different approaches. Mm -hmm. I highly recommend both of them. They're both really good. They're very, very good. And in fact, if you just want to spend time watching meetings, hey, <laughs> Shin Godzilla, that's where it's at. Incredible. Far better than it sounds. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of us also went to watch The Boy and the Heron. Yeah, this is the new Miyazaki movie. Is that uh, okay? So it is a movie, not just something you guys do in Kansas. <laughs> well, it's also that. But... Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, the heck? Not a lot of herons around here, really. Mmm, that's the main problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, should I mention this was my first Miyazaki experience? <laughs> really? Yeah. You've never seen one? Never once. Oh, no, in you... fact, when we were buying the tickets, I didn't even know really. I, they were just like, "Hey, we're gonna watch this film." I'm like, "All right, sure, whatever." I think he thought it was a Shinkai I thought, movie. I thought it was maybe a Shinkai movie that I didn't know had come out. I was like, yeah, sure, let's go. <laughs> what, what was the verdict? Wild. Aaron's Weird. verdict was, huh. That's <laughs> yeah. what he said, like, yeah. four times after the movie ended. I'm not a good uh, reference point for judging this movie. People who watch other Miyazaki films need to be the people who judge this film. But for me, I mean, it was cool. This is a very visually unique story interesting i didn't really feel like there was much of an arc i guess kind of was but not really i don't know it it was just the same pace the entire time mm -hmm. yeah kind of in agreement there it was a it was a weird one it's up there with spirit away i think in how strange it is yeah in the places it goes in the story now i got to go see it similar <laughs> similar vibes like just like some really imaginative stuff like coming out of nowhere and you know that it's one of those Ghibli movies it's not one of the kind of grounded fantasy stories mm -hmm. yeah i don't really want to talk about it a ton because that yeah. it's worth <laughs> experiencing. experiencing it yeah i'll go yeah. watch it i i have like sat here and gone to say but I'm like, that just spoils the yeah. reveals. Like, yeah. I will say, the very beginning, there's a really, really cool animation sequence. Mm -hmm. That's stunning. It's so cool. Yeah. Beautiful. Yep. So I guess just go watch it. <laughs> will do. I don't. Yeah. I don't know what I would rank it on the on the Ghibli scale, but I wouldn't I say it's terribly high on my. It's not list. like yeah. Wow. Maybe fifth or sixth. Around. You guys hated it. No. It's terrible. It's good. Worst movie. That sounds terrible. That's <laughs> so when trying to rate things against a group of things that are all really highly rated. It's like, yeah, if you're not firing on all cylinders, it's like, well, it must be terrible. Must be a terrible movie. <laughs> now, I don't know. Is Spirited Away the like the highest rated anime film of all time? Oh, I don't know. I don't even know if it's the highest rated. It's the most Ghibli popular. movie. 
the most popular. It, I know I mean, it like a broke a bunch of records when it came well out. It, it won an Oscar. I don't know if any of the other ones won an Oscar. Mm. So sort of, I would say like in general culture, it's probably the most well-regarded. Mm. Yeah, But got it. in sort okay. of our circles, I feel like a lot of other Ghibli movies get more Pushed attention. <laughs> yeah, I think part of that is also though people being like, well, Spirited Away is the really popular one. Mm-hmm. So it's not my favorite. Obviously, so what you're saying? I'm <laughs> you're more yeah. culture, wow. Jake. That's what you're saying. I'm just saying that's the vibe wow. I get a lot of times. People are like, "Oh, it's like fine," here. but like, have you seen <laughs> the March of the Fireflies? Shoot. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll take that in mind. I, I'm just, I just need to watch a few more. Yeah. Films. I can't believe you've not even seen Spirited Away. That's crazy to me. Kind of crazy. Nope. Yeah. No. Moving on yes, to video game I, world. Uh, well, sorry, Ben, what were you going to say? No, I was just going to say, I'll be honest, I didn't like Spirited Away. Like, oh. Not just it was okay, I actually actively disliked it. That's so. great. Oh, wow. So we just you freed up another like spot on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's so nice. Moving on to video game world, let's talk a bit about the Game Awards, which just happened. Um, we all had, I think, some predictions in mind before the 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 uh actual awards were announced when the nominees were still there i think some of those expectations were met some of them definitely not but i wanted us to kind of walk through games and things that were awarded and decide where we thought yes good bad and different give me your highlights whoever wants to start alex this is in your color so you have to start actually sure um <laughs> get them in terms of the awards uh totally fine whatever uh, <laughs> so moving on it's, no, no, no. it's almost not an award show at this point like they they yeah. every once in a while they would cut in and be like all right here's six awards real quick and let's go back to like the cool stuff now because it's mostly like an announcements and like trailer show at this point yeah it was like yeah. three hours long i was so many things announced say i did they do awards i just remember a <laughs> bunch of ads they they've actually gotten some flack and there's some controversy going on now because it's supposed to be a show that they kind of like give awards and like appreciate the development of games and now it's just like all right so uh we have like three words we're gonna do this this one this this one this this one this all right moving on back to a trailer mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, like, yeah. we didn't even get to have a speech from them we didn't even get to like appreciate their success or have yeah, they done there's... like speeches in the past from people who've won? They have, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's they, where they... Um, Kratos had that eight minute speech. Was that <laughs> oh, the game yeah. awards? That was yeah, the game awards, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he talked that... for like two hours. That's the reason why they had like stricter regulations on speeches this year, and people are really unhappy with that. So I think they're going to loosen it up again next year. It was crazy short. They started it, that music and on people so fast. It was mm-hmm. very quick. Like I could see, you know, let's not go crazy and do an eight minute speech. We have a show to run, but yeah. you can give people like a couple minutes, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they were like, because they, they did this new thing this year where they started playing music when they wanted you to get off the stage. Uh, and they did it to like a bunch of people <laughs> and people mm-hmm. were like really upset. Cause there was a lot of like heartfelt stuff that was being said. There's one point where like Larian was talking about like the people that they lost during COVID while working on the game. They're like playing music to get them out of there yeah. and stuff like that. So, I mean, mm. yeah, there wasn't even an exception for game of the year. They still rushed them off mm-hmm. yeah. as fast as possible. I'm pretty sure. Basically. 
I'm pretty sure they would have said something about the game launching on Xbox if they had time. <laughs> you yeah. would think, yeah. But Sven suggested that that was the plan. Yeah. Because, I mean, pretty much they knew they were going to win. Um, and it, the Baldur's Gate 3 launched on Xbox that night, and it was supposed to be like the surprise announcement. They didn't get a chance to say it. So. It's really too bad because of the amount of time. And I, don't get me wrong, like Baldur's Gate, I think, is an exception for the game of the year. I think there are some games of the year that are just that's just the game of the year because nothing else came out that was great mm-hmm. that year. This one obviously just absolutely blew its competition out of the water. Oh, yeah. I don't know, man. Despite I, it being a phenomenal year for games. Mm-hmm. Right. I think, but I think what, Spider-Man got shafted. Gosh. <laughs> what I really what I really who I really feel for are the people who are like debut indie game, best new indie game. I mean, these are like small developer studios. They don't have a chance to like get in front of fans or people that love their game and just say, I appreciate you. And here we are shoving them off the stage because we don't yep, care. Yep. We'd rather move on to a trailer that we're gonna make money off of because that studio's paid us. To be able to put it here. Yeah. A lot or, of those indies didn't even get to go on stage. Yeah. I think, did any indies get to go on stage? I think I they think were so. all in the... I think all of them were... Wow. Yeah. The, the, the more just like right off on the side If you really stage. look at Eagle Eye View, the, the Game Awards show, it was trailers, celebrities, <laughs> and then like it was the major awards. And that's basically it. <sighs> I don't like yeah. that. We we can't let the Game of the Year winners give a speech, but we can let Hideo Kojima show us clips from his game that he's thinking about making. <laughs> he's thinking about making. Yeah. I mean, literally, the, what he showed was like two actors screaming. Yep. Yeah. And he was up there for like 12 hours. Did you look in a reflection of the girl's eye? There was like, the door closing. Oh, yeah. yeah. I get it. It was cool, but it doesn't fucking matter. It's an awards show. <laughs> let the award winners have that screen stage time you know what i mean yeah freaking anthony mackie was up there just doing nothing yeah, just for like five minutes whatever. man he was trying so hard to get a meme out of the awards yeah so i i definitely was with you alex there on, yeah on when it was first happening i was seeing uh like he was basically trying to be keanu reeves and be he was like, trying to keanu reeves it yeah oh you're beautiful or whatever uh i later saw like footage from the audience and the audience was so rude, and honestly, he handled it so perfectly. Oh, really? Like, oh, really? Like, you can't hear the audience from the broadcast we were watching, but they were so loud, shouting out so many Marvel uh, quotes, and he was just trying to do what he was mm. supposed to do on stage. And mm. instead of just being like, everybody shut up, let me do this, he, like, tried <laughs> to play it off very, like, cornily and, like, mm. lightheartedly and, like, Honestly, yeah, looking sense, back at it, it's like, oh man, he actually had a lot of uh, Kuth doing that. Like, he actually did a good job. That's cool. Hmm. Would have never known that perspective existed. Yeah, because no. that's all. That's what you. That's what you see. You get the presentation from the live cameras. You don't get the crowd right. Very interesting. So, aside from trailers which i guess we can talk about in a minute uh mm-hmm. anything stand out from the awards that you guys wanted to bring up other than the fact that of course Baldur's gate 3 won but we all knew it was going to win yeah. even though everyone in this podcast is right chad uh, upset about that it's not spider-man. spider-man i would say the surprising thing for me was how much alan wake won despite it yeah. just yeah. coming yeah. out Alan Wake, Alan Wake is just like Alan, like I didn't know Alan Wake was so popular, and then Alan Wake, this one came come out and it's just sweeping. And I was like, I was thinking to myself, like, is this gonna win Game of the Year? Like, <laughs> that's crazy. 
Uh, yeah, it got um, best narrative, best narrative, best narrative. game best direction. direction. Yeah, absolutely. Art direction. Yep. I think that's a three. I think it's one three. I think it deserves most of those. Yeah. I think yeah. that's mm -hmm. fair. Yeah. I do have one question about mm -hmm. one of the categories. Has anybody here played Pikmin Four? No. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I yeah, was not aware it was a game, Sim right? slash strategy game. I mean, yeah. if you've played any of the other Pikmin games... Oh, I have not, so... Oh, well, it's, it... it's almost... It's like an RTS, kind of. Oh, like, okay. Baby's first RTS. Yeah. Didn't know that. But... All right. That makes more sense, then. For some reason, I thought it was, like, a 2D platformer that had, like, some puzzle aspects built in. It's... Not even close. Not yet. <laughs> not similar at all. It's 3D. It's been 3D the whole time. Uh, I'm just glancing we... at it. You'd think it could be something like that. Well, except for the 2D about, part, uh... because it is 3D. Now you got 3D art, not 2D. <laughs> clearly. Oh, I, I think it's All right, 2D, like, you know, side-scrolling Mario's 2D now. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's still 3 He's 3D looking. Mm, but... Okay, okay, okay. It's side, sorry, side-scroller is what I should have mm, said, not sure. 2D. Uh, best ongoing game? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the heck? Cyberpunk. Uh, yeah. Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk it's not an ongoing, ongoing game. Not an ongoing game, guys. One they, ongoing game. Did they release something for it or not? <laughs> it got they got it got new content. Oh, so Resident Evil 4, also an ongoing game. Mm -hmm. I just don't I'm actually super surprised that Fortnite lost that. Just because like I I'll have my gripes on this podcast with Fortnite and I'll I'll be that one percent that like doesn't like the direction that the developers go in but like fortnite has killed it all the time like it's kept the numbers up making records constantly and like yeah. cyberpunk wins over it like i just don't understand mm -hmm. yeah no it makes no has, sense man. has fortnite won that award before I don't maybe know. that's why they didn't give it to him i wouldn't be surprised if it's the reason mm. <sighs> Still, uh, I don't it's a think weird category. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom got recognized in action adventure. They won that, and then also Armored Core got recognized in action game. So I thought those were kind of cool. They got those in there. Mm -hmm. I did like Wait, that. Um, for best indie, they sidestepped the whole Dave the Diver issue and just gave it to Sea of Stars. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe that's legitimate. Maybe yeah. legitimately won. But as soon as I heard, it, I was like, "Oh, they were just like, don't, don't fucking say the words Dave the Diver." Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> we ain't having that controversy. I'm a little disappointed that Remnant got nothing. Yeah, man. Remnant too. Yeah, it is a good game, but I'm man. uh. I'm actually, uh, I'm happy to, well, I don't know. I don't know about happy, but I understand why I'm best mobile game. Okay, <laughs> Star uh, Rail won best mobile game. I mm -hmm. honestly, surprisingly enjoyed that game. It was very good. <laughs> mm. Yeah, people love that. Yeah. I've never, I've been was, intrigued. Especially for a free mm. game. It, I don't want to get trapped into spending money because... Thing. If I start playing it, I will say so. I didn't obviously finish it because you never finish one of those games. I probably, yeah. I, I don't know. I'd have to check how many hours I put into it. Probably at least like ten to fifteen hours of it, and uh, I didn't spend any money. And honestly, it was just a really good JRPG. Hmm. Like they're uh, the they do have those uh you know those what are the uh, gotcha mechanics yeah where you've got to roll um but like through playing the game you get a bunch of free pulls. And frankly, the like characters they start you out with are perfectly fine for playing through the campaign. Like you don't have to 
do anything like you don't need crazy good polls or anything like that and the story is actually pretty good i like and the characters they put a lot of the voice acting is excellent and they put a lot of work into the characters i just all around it was a surprisingly good game for free it is very much a jrpg though if you don't like jrpgs (laughs) don't play it (laughs) uh bg3 did get four (laughs) awards by my count so what are the four if you got them role-playing game multiplayer game which was Mm. slightly surprising to me but also that mm-hmm. category was terrible there was nothing yeah. good in that category uh-huh. uh player's voice because of course mm-hmm. and then game of the year oh also, you're not counting asterian support oh uh, yeah asterian too and asterian yep. so yeah. sick if you count the voice actor award <laughs> i guess you do it's in the game yeah, it's like it game, should, right? It's like yeah. he gets the award for doing really good, right? Not right, but if you want to experience what he did really well, you do it, it is in that game. game. <laughs> oh no, Gran Turismo didn't. I feel like without PG three, he's not nominated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's true. That is true. I, I was honest. surprised by the best debut indie game that yeah. Cocoon won it over Dredge. That was surprising. Yeah. I mean, both are great. I personally, great. I love Dredge. And it was nice to see Cocoon, because I feel like Cocoon is more unknown. Like, Dredge kind of got its moment in the spotlight. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so was a little... giving it to Cocoon is nice, because I feel like a lot of people don't know what the fuck Cocoon is. Mm-hmm. I don't. I have to go look it up. It's really good. It's on Game Pass. It's like three-ish hours long. Nice. What about, uh, I know we've spent some time talking about games here. Obviously, we've uh, been recently, or just touched on the best game adaptation, which I think deservedly goes to The Last of Us, but that's <laughs> me. No, yeah, I've heard good things. It feels like a category that was invented to give The Last of Us an award. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they've, had a, they've had that category yeah. for that, or Arcane yeah. One. Arcane One, yeah, yeah. Oh, fine, Again, fine, fine. deservedly so. But yeah. if you look in that category, I think there may be, like, two other shows that are even close in terms of quality. It's almost like the best fighter category, where you're, <laughs> you just automatically know who's going to win. Street Fighter. Street Fighter, Always. yeah. I... What they combine sports with? Was it sports fighting? Sports racing. Sports and racing is sports and racing. racing, yeah. Is racing not choice. a sport? <laughs> it's just I don't know. It seems weird to combine them. It's just like oh, it's you not know, like if I'm thinking bullshit. of IRL sports like NASCAR. I feel like that's a sport. Like I don't know. Yeah, yeah no, nobody yeah. nobody's running. But people who play <laughs> Madden don't necessarily play Forza. You know, I almost, yeah. I almost think I would rather run track than do nascar with how freaking hot it gets in the cars and how <laughs> oh, much man. you have to like get put through and like oh my gosh that's yep. a lot uh anything outside of the awards we wanted to mention in terms of like trailers or things that popped up that you guys thought were interesting i know we mentioned uh uh jordan peele's game mm-hmm. that he's working on mm-hmm. screaming OD. lots of screaming the scream simulator just, yeah mm-hmm. uh, anything else OD. that popped up for you guys I'm uh, so happy to see sorry. Dredge and Dave the Diver getting a crossover. Yeah! This year it's... had two great games about fishing, and they decided to combine forces. That's amazing. I love that. So good. That's funny. I'm really excited. Uh, Arcane announced a new game. Oh, oh yeah! Uh, a Blade game. I love 
that they have decided vampires are their new yeah, thing. Yeah, right? <laughs> they're like, Redfall and they're like, that didn't work. Another vampire game, guys. We <laughs> 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 have a good vampire game. Okay, I mean, to I be fair, this is, the, this is the other it is arcade the other studio. Is, yeah. But st- I laughed out loud when they showed Blade. So I was funny. like, no fucking way they're doing vampires again. That's awesome. Yeah. I feel like Blade could lend itself well to their style of gameplay. So. Let's hope, right? Yeah, I think so. Let's hope mm-hmm. he doesn't just, like, take somebody around the table and never able to get to them. Mm-hmm. Which <laughs> which Arcane is making this one? Just so uh, I'm aware. Leon. Leon. That's the one that made... Deathloop. Right. Deathloop. And, okay. and the first... And Dishonored. Dead Dishonored. One and pray. pray. And they pray. pray. Ooh, I'm not actually. Mm, I'm not I thought pray, that pray was. Now. I think the... they didn't. Yeah, I think that's wrong. I think pray team made. I'm gonna Google Arcane Leon and we'll yeah. see. <laughs> I don't know how to spell Leon. There is no e. I was right the first time. <laughs> Google tells okay. me they're closed. They only open at 10 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's no. so Very weird. Helpful. Really important to know. Thanks, Google. Appreciate it. So something that wasn't directly in the Game Awards show, but I found hilarious, and I've already posted this to Discord. Um, And earlier I made the joke about how I'm sad that Spider-Man lost. Uh, I happened across Spider-Man TikTok and have been scrolling through various content creators that are very upset that Spider-Man quote-unquote got robbed and... (laughs) BG3 is a point-and-click adventure game, and how did it win? It's so boring and slow. Uh, <laughs> also, various amounts of them, uh, lar- large portion of them, actually, uh, say, I don't I didn't even know what Baldur's Gate 3 is. Nobody knows what Baldur's Gate 3 is, which just kind of yeah. puts the yeah. joke back onto themselves. On, like, put my head under a rock here for a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, played Spider-Man for a little while. You're explaining how small your, your gaming library is by saying you don't know what BG3 is? So yeah. they play Spider-Man and Call of Duty, probably, and that's it? <laughs> I don't know. PlayStation fanboys, they're, they're comical. Mm-hmm. Um, Pony Island 2 got announced. I thought that was, looks really oh, yeah. interesting. Oh, yeah. Crazy uh, to me that I I did not expect to see a Pony Island 2. That, that's the same dev as Inscription. Yeah. Like, Ooh. if... If I had really? to list his most interesting games, I think Pony Island would be like at the bottom. Like oh, it, it was good, it was, was cool, that one? but Hex? like I guess I didn't really play Hex. I I guess just to me, if you're gonna make a sequel to one of his games, Inscription's right there. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like Inscription yeah. was fucking awesome, and Pony Island was just kind of like, like it's neat. I, I kind of like want to play Island. it again now, but this does look super crazy though. Like they've learned a lot from Inscription. I mean, I don't know. I'm really excited. He always makes something interesting, at least. So that wasn't the one that just ProZD's in. Which was it? Pony Island, wasn't it? What? I'm pretty sure. I. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. On X, he plays King Yan in Pony Island too. Yes. Okay. It- it has like him a video of him in the game. Weird. Oh, that's him. Yeah. I didn't realize that was it's him. It's literally that's... like FMV of him. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize oh. it's him. Okay, so this is gonna be game of the year when it comes out. <laughs> so I'm sorry everyone. 
another surprise announcement. Do you guys remember World of Goo from like 15 years ago? <laughs> Holy yeah. crap. Yeah. yeah, the second one. <laughs> For sure. They're making World of Goo 2. Because <laughs> you know everybody wants it. We've all been clamoring. It warranted uh, a surprise announcement at the Game Awards. It's so funny. <laughs> Has uh has anybody out of curiosity played that uh they because they announced that uh um the DLC for God of War Ragnarok? They did, did. Uh, another surprise anybody, announcement. Yeah, has anybody played that yet? It came out two days ago. I've been playing a little bit of it. Of course, yeah, it it's uh, roguelike. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How is it? Uh, it's pretty good, and it uh it's got some it's got a lot of story in it actually. And they spaced it out pretty well. Man. I feel like <laughs> if I had played the earlier games, I would get a lot more out of it. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no just I go never go play the, the old ones. games. They're you go <laughs> play them all. Wow, I'm excited. They are pretty good if you just want to go play the aged, older games. Aged gracefully, you love them. Have you seen the speed runs of the older games, man? <laughs> yeah, yeah the... you've seen it, right? What? Sorry, the, what? the speed run of God of War one through three. Oh, I've seen. I haven't seen like a full of all of them. Well, each one individually. I, th I think oh, okay. they try to yeah, do I've, the. Beat. I've watched yeah. a lot of God of War speedruns. They're so fun. Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't forget the. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say that the God of War announcement was really cool because it was like this is coming out in five days. Also, it's free, and nobody knew about it before. Mm, yeah, that's such a fun announcement. Yep. Um, oh man, Skull and Bones is coming. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Is it? Yeah. Hey, I, man, I literally see. saw a commercial for it on YouTube yesterday. It's man. happening. Is it? I don't think it is. I think it's a fake game. <laughs> uh, to go along with the surprise drops, they also surprise dropped the Final Fantasy 16 DLC. Oh yeah. Uh, out that night. Um, and also surprise dropped the finals, which pretty much anybody who was interested in the finals knew that was happening. You know, you say that, but you don't understand the amount of people in the sweat cord that just, they're baffled that they dropped it at that time. Really? Yeah. Uh, like, this is such a weird time to drop it. I'm like, bro, it's marketing. It's every, like every, everyone's you're, proving, you're doing what Spider-Man fanboys are doing. You're proving <laughs> that you just don't, aren't connected to gaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a game that looks really interesting for a 24-hour stream game called Big Walk. I know. <laughs> That's all it Good was called. Name. Good name, man. <laughs> Very interesting looking. Uh, the Ori devs have their uh, trailer for their new game, No Rest for the Wicked. That looks so sick. Uh, not a 2D side-scroller this time, more of a, like a top-down action game situation. Yeah. Okay. I'm uh, interested. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I, I was going to move on to the next one, so go ahead. Oh, so was I. I was going to say I'm pretty interested in the uh, Exodus game that's coming from XBioRget devs. Yeah. That one looks mm. pretty cool. Looks neat. I didn't know the the lineage there, so that's cool. Mm -hmm. it's, the... uh, it definitely, if you watch rewatch that trailer thinking about that, it definitely gives off some Mass Effect vibes. For sure. Huh. Awesome. Uh, Hello Games, the guys behind No Man's Sky, announced... Maybe a more ambitious oh, game. Oh man! Why no. saw this announcement? It looks at least so... they tried to make it sound more ambitious. Which one's this? It's uh, called Light No Fire. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's why you gotta <laughs> don't follow that. Up hey, like that. No Man's Sky was successful. Ultimately, yeah. ultimately eventually, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeff Keighley's like, what do you got coming for the next decade after you've fixed No Man's Sky over the last <laughs> decade? And he was like. <laughs> 
a more ambitious product. So it's like, yeah. what? You, that's crazy, dude. And he's like, we only got like 12 people working on it right now. And it's like, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> and then he said the first true open world game. And like, of course he did. dang, kick everybody else in the mouth. Yeah. Just... Including your own previous game. <laughs> Gosh. Jeez. That your 12 person team is going to make. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Uh, what other cool stuff was announced? Um, oh, I do. I have the breakdown of Arcane. Yep. So Dishonored 1 was made by everyone. Everyone worked on that one. Everyone. <laughs> everyone together. Okay. <laughs> then Dishonored 2 and Deathloop were both Leon. Mm. Prey and Redfall were Austin. Okay. So they Leon just... is like, quote unquote, <laughs> the good one. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Although Prey Put did them back together. Prey was I would say pretty Prey good. Is a lot better than Dishonored 2, actually. Yeah. yeah well, really? okay. nobody, nobody fucking bought Prey. Which <laughs> yeah. is the tragedy of that. Yeah. I don't. No matter how much better Prey was than Dishonored 2, I think Redfall does a oh, lot I more mean, oh, man. Yes. to scar the <laughs> reputation. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yikes. So. I was just leaving that one out because we know. We know. Everyone yes. knows. Gosh. Honestly, just strike it. Strike it. Yeah. We don't even need to talk about it. Remove it from history, please. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, new trailer for the uh, Fallout show uh, was shown. Yeah. Looks pretty Actually, it looks like it could be pretty good. Mm -hmm. I like their special effects that they showed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, there's a sequel to uh, Case of the Golden Idol coming out. Oh, yeah. Point. I can't that. believe that's also coming. Yeah. Like, I, I really liked Case of the Golden Isle, but it did not feel like a sequel y kind of game. No. A sequel didn't. announced at the Game Awards yeah, of all places. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then GTFO devs came out and talked about how they're doing the final chapter, which is like their last big content update for GTFO. And then they're also moving on to a new game called Den of Wolves. Which is going to be a new co-op thing, mm -hmm. like a sci-fi heist situation. So kind of excited about that, and also to see how GTFO comes together. If they're just gonna, I wonder if they're just gonna like open up the game to where all of the levels they've ever done are available after they're like done with. That'd be cool, and you get to choose which rundown to do. Yeah. Mm. That'd be, That'd be cool, cool, actually. And then there's like a leaderboard or something. See, you know, you got people doing it faster, but at least amount of deaths. Man, I really hope this game is in the same universe as Gerard Butler and 50 Cent's Den of Thieves. <laughs> Did you yeah, have to man. Google for that joke? Like, no. <laughs> you want to. You, you want a guest uh, appearance of those guys oh, in this game? Absolutely, yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I've not seen that movie. Oh, your dad would love it. I've, of Absolutely course. Absolutely love it. I mean, it's G Butler. I mean, he, of course. Yep. Yeah. And 50 Cent, man. I mean, come on. Does my boy G Butt over there. Gerard Butler action movie is my dad's favorite genre of film. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> that just needs to be like a. He needs to have a shelf of well, just Gerard Butler action films just right there. Just pull them out. Like. 90% of G-Butt's movies are like freaking just presidents <laughs> no. died or pre presidents under attack or like American needs saving or, you know, something like that. He's, he that, he's uh, going more into disaster movies too. 
Mm, okay. In oh, recent gosh. years. That's right. Wasn't so he like the Greenland guy? Greenland. Um, also, Geostorm. Yeah. Fantastic yeah. film, Geostorm. God. So he's like on the same a... caliber of a uh, crippled guy or, or, or hurt leg guy jumping out the tower. <laughs> then, you he's talking about The Rock? That was yeah, The Rock. Skyscraper? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Not far from that. Yes. Not far from that at all. Yikes. All right, uh, before we get out of video games, unless somebody had more trailers to talk about. The only thing just, I was going to uh, say was that the uh, the first Descendant looks really cool. It's a mm-hmm. sci-fi shooter. Oh, we played a beta for that, and it oh, wasn't did you? Oh, very... it wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah. try, Ben. You're off the podcast. Mm-hmm. Damn it, one chance. Play the beta. I don't oh. know. It did, it, if I don't know. It could be okay, eventually. It, it's hard to was tell that because the was... trailer, they, there's no gameplay in the trailer they showed off. So Is that the one know. that was Risk of Rain, but not Risk of Rain? No. It was oh, okay. the one we were running around, and we had a grappling hook, and my mouse wouldn't work the entire time. Yeah. Oh but right. Oh, yeah, I had I had, I had played a previous beta of that, H- so Kayla I actually did get to play it. Played and you didn't that that yeah. game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the one. I got one last one. Uh, seems like the Dead Cells people are finally done making DLC for Dead Cells. So they're moving oh, on to no. a new game. Yeah. And it's called Windblown. The trailer looks really. Oh, cool. is that them? Holy yeah. crap, that game looks sick. Yeah. Who knew 2024 was going to be the year that like devs would start working on new stuff? <laughs> it's going to be co-op, too. Yeah. Um, they, the capstone of the show was Monster Hunter Wilds, is what they showed at the end. That was their big final announcement, which is a follow-up to Monster Hunter World, which was when they revamped Monster Hunter for like Western audiences, essentially. Um, so there's a lot of people that are excited for that, is what I'll say. <laughs> I think next year I'm just going to have to change my corporate Christmas party so that it's a week that the Game Awards is not happening, because this is the third year in a row that I've been gone and not been able to watch them, and it drives me nuts! <laughs> you, man, you really aren't missing much. Like, it is, it is primarily ads. I mean, it's a good yeah. time, but we have the same fun just watching whatever latest announcement thing is, you yeah. know? Okay. All right. I'll keep it the same week. Thanks, Jake. No You're welcome. Me out. I appreciate it. I just, yeah, I just, I don't want you to come. Is really yeah, what it comes down to. Checks out. Checks we have out. a fun little Discord watch party. You're I not invited. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Dead to me. All right. Before we get out of video games, we should talk, probably talk about the controversy with the day before. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the day before finally came out, and now it's <laughs> the studio has mm-hmm. shut down. <laughs> like literally <Wow>. four <laughs> days after the game came out. Wait, so Alex, like... you haven't heard of this? No, I just oh. heard how bad the game was. My yeah. gosh, wow. this, yeah. this is worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah four I think, days I think after... Jake's sugarcoating it. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I'm giving you the, the nice version. It comes out mm-hmm. four days later. The studio's like, "Yep, didn't make enough money, so we're shutting down." And like, that's that's it. They're like, "Yeah, Excuse it wasn't me? successful enough." And it's like, guys, it's been four days. What do you mean? That happened to that. What was that game that Aaron played? Uh, the Lamplighters League. Lamplighters League. That happened. Oh, the same yeah. thing happened to them. Yeah. Well, they announced they, that. This... They announced they were shutting down before Lamplighters League even came out. They were like, "Oh, it's a critical failure." <laughs> I think it was the week of. Okay. Here's that was hyenas. Here's the bad thing about the day before though. Day before came out, and like when well, not even released. Let's let's talk about when they advertised their first ever advertisement. It was like groundbreaking, like 
it was gonna be the be like the only MMO you're ever gonna play again, pretty much. Like you know, it's is something super cool. It's gonna be better than the Division, better than Daisy. Like it's gonna be like the best thing. It was like suit like just out of left field, just like super over the top. Uh, the first actual trailer that we got years later, it just looked like an asset steal from the Division. Like it just <laughs> it just straight up looked like they they didn't do any work. It was absolutely horrendous. Whatever kickstart, whatever crowdfunding. Like they were just stealing from the people, right? So when they released, when the day before they released the game, they the came out with before. a statement, and the statement was, you know, basically for everybody who's been there along the way, thank you so much for all the haters. Thank you so much. You're the ones that also made the game. Uh, you know, basically came out with this huge thing about how their game is going to be a huge slam dunk success. Like this thing's real, and like. Uh, nobody could tell them otherwise, and you just gotta wait and see. It, like, imagine the f the final mouse marketing <laughs> this game. Like, that's that's what it was. Uh, the game came out. It was a complete failure. Like, it like people like tons of people bought the game, and they started doing reviews on it, and it was like in shambles. Like, it was not designed well at all. It was it was bad. And then yeah, four days later, they came out and said, yeah, we're closing down the studio. Uh. You know the game is a failure. Uh, we're not issuing refunds, and so Steam was like, "Wait a second, we're issuing refunds." And so honestly, like the investors are the ones that that got the short end of the stick here. But like, I think ninety percent of the the uh, people who bought the game have already refunded it. Like it's crazy. This is this whole thing's crazy. Last time I heard about that was before Steam had come out and said whether they would or would not issue refunds. Right. So good to know that they did. Okay, let's move on to You gotta do it how Caitlin did it though. How'd she Whoop do it? Alright, so like who's who's first? It's group. Group. <laughs> Whip <Whoop -ipple. laughs> yeah. You prompt every single person. I can do that. I, can, I, I like that. No, I'm gonna save that for her. I don't wanna do that. Yeah, I don't wanna I don't wanna take that from her. But let's start out with our group. Um we, man, several of us now at this point have played Alan Wake 2, and I have been so excited to talk about this game. I'm so glad that no one talked about it last podcast. <laughs> mm -hmm. We saved Here we are. Money. Um, Caleb, Jake, have you finished it at this point? I am not even close. Oh, no. I know. Oh, no. It's okay. I'll, I'll step away for a little bit so you guys can have, <laughs> if you want to do a little spoilery talk. Uh, we can, we'll, we'll talk I... about some things, and then we can get to spoilery and Fair I'll tell enough. you to step away. How about that? Fair you that probably works. just that's don't perfect. do spoilers because other people yeah. are gonna, Actually, on this that's podcast fine. are going to play it. All. Honestly, I, I, I was thinking about playing it too, yeah. Alex, if you play this game and you do not stream it so that I can watch <laughs> you play this game, I will be very upset because there's no freaking way you don't pee your pants. I think they're going to play this game. I take it back. It's it. a scary game. I'm not playing. It's a scary game. <laughs> well, I'm out. It's not like a scary I, yeah. game. No, like, it's, no. Just, it's scary for Ben. It's psychological horror. Let me put it this way. Aaron, we talked about this last podcast. Alex is better at playing scary games than I am. Okay, don't <laughs> play this game. <laughs> Do not play this game. That would be bad. I, if Baldur's Gate were not, did not come out this year, this would be my game of the year. Yeah. It was, yeah. I don't know if you saw Jacob Geller's game mm -hmm. of the year. Yep. He is... didn't play Baldur's Gate. Yeah, he did so, like, it makes Asterix. sense. Yeah. I... <laughs> Guys, this is the this is the sequel to a game that no one cared about, that no one asked for. Hey, that it had a cult following. Sure, which was sure, fitting a, for a the small game's percentage of people story. cared about this game. And they, what they have done is 
take a game and just elevate it to the next level of something that you did not expect and are blown away by that i there are so many things about this game that are well done the lighting is incredible the soundtrack is amazing the gameplay while it is very much so alan wake also for some reason feels better feels almost control-esque I mean, it's hard not to feel better than the first Alan Wake. I was going to yeah. say, I, as someone who played Alan Wake in the last, like, three years, maybe? I don't know when exactly I played it, but recently. Sure. Hey, this feels so much fucking better. <laughs> oh, my well, God. I, my Alan judgment Wake is purely so from when I played Alan Wake. So sure, that makes sense sure, there. sure, sure. Right. Um, also, I and I will stand by this. You'll, you'll notice at the very beginning of the game when you start playing, FMV is a major component of this game. And it is the best implementation of FMV ever done in a game, period. And I Because hope you've that played all the games, FMV games. And yeah. you know. I have played multiple. <laughs> and I think this is the best way it has ever been done. That's the best and one I I've seen. Other people who make who are making games are like, I want to do some video content in the game. This is the way you do it. Like take from this, adapt it to your game, and implement it in the way that this is done because there is nothing better. It is spectacular on so many levels that's my opinion go ahead caleb jake whoever no, else wants to talk about i agree it's, it's the fmv stuff and it's actually really really well done did you ever think you would say that no not that sentence <laughs> the fmv in no, that game is really well done not at all and the actors are all really really good yeah you know, very impressive acting I just mm-hmm. it's so funny to me whenever sam lake shows up in his own game <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's just like what he's like He's the director of the studio, and he wrote this. And now mm-hmm. here he is as not Max Payne, but yep. pretty clearly Max Doing Payne. Doing Max Payne face, you know. Yeah, yeah. There are so many meta levels in this game going on. Yep. So many. It's crazy. I was trying to remember what that VR game, the FMV VR game that came out. It's called The Seventh Guest. That oh. is the only thing I could think of that could maybe... I'm like gonna go a, play it now because if it's anything like this, experience. I will like it. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what this is like, and I don't know what that's like. But the they said they were doing volumetric FMV for VR. That's the only thing I can think of that could maybe compete with best FMV implementation hmm. in a video game. Okay, I'm gonna have to go play it. Seventh guest. Yep. Done. It's on my list. I, I only say... have two. Ahead, as much ahead. as as much as the gameplay is much better than Alan Wake One, it's still not like phenomenal combat gameplay. It's decent. Mm. It's serviceable. Yeah, it's got, it's got a few I, I issues. I, I don't think it needs to be. No. How, how, how is it compared level? to Control though? Because I like Control Combat. I would say it's quite similar. Yeah. Okay. It's maybe is it a fair little... to say that it's slower. slower. Yes. yes, I was about it to is say. Slower. Because this is, I mean, obviously the game is is more narrative focused. It's not mm-hmm. nearly as combat focused or ability focused like Control is. Yeah, um, you can't fly, so you know. Yeah, what? You, you can't just what? fly around. And <laughs> I'm not finished. Shoot everything from far away. I, yeah. But I only have two complaints about this game. One, and these are not spoilery things. One mm-hmm. is, uh, and Jake as you play, or has. Alex as you play, or Ben as you Ben as you don't play. Um, Make sure you get all the things you want to get along your path, because when you have uh-huh. to go back to them in this game, it is exhaustingly long to get there. Yeah, backtracking uh-huh. is terrible, and your mm. your run speed is a light job. Do you yeah. run? <laughs> yeah, not really. You want uh, no. a power walk. 
Yeah. Um, I, I think the side components are actually really cool, all the extra stuff they have going on. But if you don't do them while you're there, you will regret it because yeah. getting back to them is not easy. There's no fast travel in the game. You go get in the car, drive to the spot you want to go to, and you walk to it. Get excited. Yeah. yeah. The other thing is inventory in this game. They just didn't improve upon it, and it drives me freaking nuts. <laughs> I, at some point, I just quit messing with it. Caleb, there's a there's a mechanic in the game. You discover it very early on where you kind of store stuff for later. It's just like a, it's a shoebox, like a suitcase. You can store and get from your save points at any point. Um, if you drop something on the ground, it's gone forever. You're never mm -hmm. getting that thing back. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, you can't you can't drop anything. It either has nope. to stay in your inventory in the shoebox, or you delete it from existence. Yep. Wow. No. Those yep. are the options. The floor yep. is and lava. managing I mean, that, that makes sense. Managing mm -hmm. that also not easy because you, you have to like it's like five presses to even drop something out of the inventory. <laughs> it's, it, it's awful. I mean, it's it's very similar to like a, a Resident Evil. Style. I was going to say that's how a lot of survival horrors work. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Very much so. I am surprised. I thought one of your complaints, Caleb and I spoke about this because it. I had to ask him what to do at one point. Uh, uh, I was investigating a murder, right? And I find a note that says, like, oh, there was something on the victim's body that you didn't see. And I go, oh, shit, I gotta go back to the victim's body and find it. So I run all the way back up there, and I'm like, okay, get it. And she's like, I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know what we're doing here. <laughs> and so I, like, walked around the whole map again, quit the game, later was hanging out with Kim, I was like, what the fuck do I do? And he's like, you gotta go to your mind place and put the note on the board. <laughs> So that way your character <laughs> understands what the note says. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. right. I take it back. I have three complaints about this. Right. The mind place is it's weird because you can't you can't intuitively go do the thing yes. that your character's talking about doing without non-intuitively going in and being like, I'm gonna profile this character. And then you think for three seconds and you're like, ding ding, light bulb. All right, I know mm -hmm. what to do now. No. It is it is a cool mechanic, but I mm -hmm. don't know why it has to gate progress. Yes. If I already know where to go and what to do. Yeah. What's weird is it doesn't always. No, it, it just it, honestly it rarely does. At least in my I, experience I that's it a better rarely way to put does. It, it rarely gates when it, it because does, at some really frustrating. At <laughs> sometimes you can go back into it and and she'll be like, "Oh, I've I've actually solved some of these things and like mm -hmm. put some things on the board because you've, you've like, you've moved beyond whatever that component was. Oh, interesting. But I know, Weird. I'm pretty sure I know the exact point at which you're it's, talking about where it's like, it's I don't so even know what to early. do. And I was yeah. just like, I literally, I thought this was where to go and nothing's happening. I don't know what to do. I'm going to tell you right presses. now, we're going to, we're going to come back after you've played this game and I'm going to tell okay. you the exact point at which you're going to fall in love with this game. It's the okay. same place that Kay and I, Caleb and I both fell in love with. There's like a fourth chapter. You'll get to it. And just remember this conversation. So when you come <laughs> back, you'll be like, you know what, Aaron, you know the point at which I love this game. It was this chapter. It was this point <laughs> in this game. And I, mm. I, I get, I'm calling it right now. I bet you're right. I, I have always really wanted to like remedy games. The concepts and ideas they play with, I think are really interesting, but none of them have like nailed it for me. This so one the best I really hope they've this ever is the done. One. Great. Yeah. Control was sure. really good. I liked Control a lot. This beats that. Nice. Hands hands down. Yeah. Let's go. Um yeah, so everybody go play it except for Ben. Ben don't play this game. Watch a watch a watch Alex play this game. It'll work. <laughs> we'll do. That will be funny. I'm yeah. vigorously shaking my head if you're not watching. Perfect. I'm watching. I'm watching. Well, that was uh, for the, all of our listeners. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. 
Uh, Caleb, how about you? What have you been playing other than Alan Wake 2? I picked up and played through the Dredge DLC called mm. the, the Pale Reach, I think. Um, pretty good. Pretty short. It's uh, I think I think I beat it in two hours. Hundred percent of it in two hours, basically. Wow. So, pretty short. I think it's only like five bucks or six bucks. So it's not expensive it's or anything. Um, it's but yeah, it's good. It's uh, you know, it's got the same creepy vibes going on. You get some, you get some new upgrades for your ship, new uh, things to fish for, and a new short creepy story going on with um, mm-hmm. you know very Lovecraftian. Creatures is is pretty good. Uh, I will say probably a lot better if you play it through while you're playing the base game and not when you have every possible upgrade for your ship. That does make sense because <laughs> uh, makes makes the creepy things way less scary. Yep. Yeah. Ship is fully kitted out. Understandable. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, also, I've been playing The Evil Within two. This is a game that's been on my list for a really long time. And after playing Resident Evil 4 and Alan Wake 2, got back into the survival horror vibe. Started playing through it. It's really good. It's a lot of fun. That was the uh, first one. Yeah. So I I tried the first one originally. I played like six and a half hours of it. I I couldn't really play any more of it. I don't remember why. It was a while ago when I tried it. Probably too scary. (laughs) I think it was just a little frustrating mm. the combat mostly but evil within 2 is really really fun really good very uh mind screwy mind screwy is that yeah. the ghostwire tokyo studio oh is it is it i hope not <laughs> ghostwire Why tokyo is pretty not? disappointing oh, evil within 2 true. is tango game works uh, so ghostwire? is ghostwire tokyo okay. Okay. interesting it's okay. That the that girl who we didn't mention at the Game Awards, man, I don't know her name. Uh, the really like excitable girl. Mm-hmm. She gave a presentation like however many E3s ago it was, uh, for Ghostwire Tokyo and kind of became a meme. And she was back this year with her mm. new studio. And showed Point being, nothing she about a new game. Yeah, literally nothing. <laughs> yeah. I mean that that was the trend for all the celebrities as they came out and showed Seriously. nothing. Yeah, yeah. Good to know. Weird. Uh, I'll go next. I have uh, spent time away, of course, from my um, my corporate party, a corporate holiday party and meetings. And so I took my Steam Deck along with me. And I, of course, love playing Metroidvanias on my Steam Deck. This time, though, I decided to play a Motorvania. Is <laughs> that what they're calling it? Yes, it is a new it is a new game type. <laughs> I, I played I prefer Cyclevania. Cyclevania is also really good. Yes. Because mm. uh, then I you played... can do bikes, too. Leica Age Through Blood, which is a Metroid slash Motorvania with bullet time. Um, it is uh, the setting is a post-apocalyptic Western with like a whole bunch of Native American influence uh, in the sort of naming of places that you go to. Uh, you play as Leica, who is a coyote. And she is a member of this sort of like outcast tribe. She is a shaman-esque road warrior. Um, so you ride around on a bike and you shoot people with a whole bunch of different guns. Yes, Ben? <laughs> the coyote rides a bike? Yeah. Yeah. No Motorcycle. further questions. I'm sorry. <laughs> Excellent. Just clarify. Um, yeah, you're good. Uh, the, weirdly enough, because we watched... Um, uh, we watched The Boy and the Heron, I thought this was funny because... 
the primary antagonist in this game is a bunch of fascist uh, birds. <laughs> True. <laughs> Just it's really they're it's crows really funny. in Leica, right? Huh? Crows? Are the crows in Leica? It's a whole bunch of different birds. Oh, okay. It's just the birds. Oh, okay. Checks out. Birds yeah. aren't even real, so that makes sense. Yeah. Um. And basically, the the loop <laughs> of the game is you rampage in this in the outlands, uh, kind of hiding your your people. This, uh, the people who are supp suppressed. This outcast tribe is kind of hiding in this space after their original home was bombed by the birds with a giant bomb. And Frickin so you birds. move everybody else over to this space to kind of keep them safe. And Laika, who is from this, again, shaman-esque road warrior family lineage, she is the only person who has immortality. She rides around on a bike. She gets shot. It's one-hit kill. Um, maybe she, like, does a backflip and happens to land on top of her head, dies. She goes through the spirit realm and just eventually, or, uh, um, immediately is recreated next to these bone statues they're like your save points with her motorcycle and with her motorcycle because <laughs> it is bound they, they even call it out it's bound to her soul to her essence <laughs> they added lore for that's that pretty that's pretty metal dumb. it's so cool man that's a video oh, game awesome. what do you mean <laughs> um, hey dark souls did the same thing yeah Jake, I'm going to go ahead and apologize to you because you said this when I started playing Alan Wake and I said I loved it. This is probably my number three game on my list. It is an absolutely phenomenal oh, wow. game that I think you should play. Well, uh, and I know you don't have a lot of time between now and the end of the year because you have to finish Alan Wake too. There's literally no way, my guy. I, I'm still in Act 1 of Baldur's Gate 3. Like... Yeah, I hate you guys for that. Just play it on the Steam Deck when you're traveling. That's the best place for this game. It's great for it. <sighs> um. This is you got a lot of uh, travel there, Jake, coming up. I mean, thirty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I will also say, um, I, I I love the lore in this game. It's absolutely excellent. But the best part of the game is the soundtrack, hands down. Best soundtrack of the year, calling it. Best soundtrack Dang. of the year. Play Liza P though. I have just started Liza P. I haven't Liza P. Better than uh, I haven't I used thought, my well, P organ yet, but I have just started oh, Liza oh, P. Oh baby, Dang. buckle up. You're ready. Yeah. Ready? yeah. Uh, uh, no. I was gonna say Hi-Fi Rush, hi but I might Rush. be cheating because a lot of it's licensed. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's I don't know how that. This counts. is an entirely <laughs> original soundtrack with singing, and it's phenomenal. And it's tied into the components in the game. It's so good. It's so good. You are so lucky that it is on the Epic Store. Yeah, <laughs> because that makes it ten dollars. Yeah, <laughs> guys, I love this game. I think it's this excellent. Real fast, it plays a little. It's got some like um, Hotline Miami kind of vibe to it, right? Yes. With how fast you say, respawn, how everything's a one hit yeah. kill. The the game to me plays like a mix of like Hollow Knight and Hotline Miami. It's a one hit kill. Hollow Knight. Yes, because of the lore and the music. <laughs> the lore and the music primarily oh, is the Hollow Knight s components. Still gotta um, play that sometime. That's wild. Oh man. Yeah, you, you got to get then. on that. I did. I did just buy it like out. a week ago, like a week and a half ago. I That's bought it. it. It's just been sitting in my library. It's <laughs> the best semester of Vinia. Silksong's gonna bond. come out anytime this decade. Yeah, yeah it is. Mm -hmm. Honestly, uh, like wait until we actually have solid Silk Song news, and then the, you want to wait for Silk Song. The the thing I will say because I've been asked this question about how complex this game felt and how fast it gets because there's like a whole bunch of bird enemies yeah. and you're on a bike with a gun bullet time obviously helps 
Um, the core mechanics of the game are anytime you backflip, you reload your gun. So as long as you're aiming, you're in bullet time and you can backflip and aim and shoot people with the various weapons that you have. You also have a parry, essentially, that is you <laughs> flipping your bike around this just 180 guns? degrees to go the opposite what direction. Uh, you're, and, I do need to play this game. I and, to say it. You're so when right. You, when you front flip, you reload your parry. So... That's so cool. You're basically <laughs> left stick, like moving your bike around all in the air and right stick aiming and shooting all of these birds who are all over the screen. It sounds really hard, but it actually, you get very used to the mechanic and it's, it gets very fun. When I, I just, played the I was, demo, I, I could was, not get a handle on it. it was you will. Tough. I just want you to know, so I was watching Jake's face that entire explanation you were giving, and I just saw him go from just like, holy shit, to, god damn, I gotta play I this I need now. to buy it, and then I need to play it. It's so good, guys. I, man, I love this game. I love this game. It's excellent. I don't have time. I keep buying game. Anyway, that's my Leica Age Through Blood review. Uh, I Whenever somebody else finishes, I love to talk to somebody about the lore. I'm not going to spoiler anything, but there are some very unique things in this game that I think... And it it really, really pulls at your heartstrings multiple times. Um, they do a very oh, good job at this game. game. It's they, they do that a couple game. times in the demo itself. Like, yeah. yeah. You can we tell it's going to go that you, direction. You oh. need to tell me if the motorcycle dies. <laughs> I will well, the motorcycle so is bound to your soul so it's immortal yep. unless my soul dies your soul can't die, you're immortal mm, okay All right. somebody should go play it it's very oh, fun. I'm going to be at my in-laws over Christmas so I guess this is a game to pick up on a Steam Deck it's a good Steam Deck game uh, it'll mess with your eyes buckle up that's with mean? your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> well, staring at that screen for a long time. There's a lot of like background motion, and you are on a bike doing 360 shooting birds, and it speeds up and slows down as you're playing. I I wanted to get the the Steam uh Steam Deck attachment for the Arizopa monitor so that I can just like Heck not yeah. have to stare at the Steam Deck. I can bring my controller and then I'll just, you know, I have a, a console set up. Heck yeah. That's, their a, house. that's a good idea. You guys should all play that game. Anyway, Ben. What have you been playing? So nothing particularly new. This has been a bit of a re recap week for me of just playing some old games. Uh, been uh, picked up uh, Stardew Valley again. Playing, picked up an old save file and playing with Liz, and we're going through because uh, the guy who made it announced that he's releasing another giant patch with content soon. So because yep. he, he just keeps trucking more of those. Uh, it's. <laughs> What's up, Jake? What a madman. I know. Yeah. Like, what? The one guy. It's so... It's been out for so long. Release your freaking Haunted Chocolatier game. I know. Stop working on Stardew. He's just like, yeah, I'm making this new game. And then like six months later, he's like, by the way, here's a giant patch for Stardew. For free, like, I'm guessing. Is... Also, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, all yeah. of the content patches are free. Like, it's he doesn't so want cool, more money. Like... It it's not. I guess he's just like, whatever, I got my money. This is all I want to do now. Yeah. It is amazingly popular. Like, I'm sure he's made plenty of money off yeah, of it. Yeah, I'm sure. I don't. I'm sure. He's, he's just doing hurting. passion projects now. Yep. Heck yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, still great. Uh, I actually have never gotten like crazy far in the game. I always tend to fall off after like two or three years of it. So. This game save file, I'm actually, we're trucking through further. So uh, I'm finally getting to some of the uh, uh, patch content he's released previously that I haven't gotten to. So that's exciting. Do you mean in-game years or out-of-game years? <laughs> in-game years. I'm sorry. Cool, 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 cool. 
Although, I got stressed I mean, for I a had, second. Yeah, I have like, been <laughs> playing Stardew on and off for years at this I, point. That's but, why I had to ask. It but not just been... like a single file. Okay, <laughs> cool. Uh, so that, and then also I was craving some strategy games recently. I uh, honestly downloaded and decided to try starting out uh, Endless Legend and then realized I didn't feel like learning a new game right now. So I shut it down <laughs> and I went and played a bunch of Stellaris again. So that is <laughs> still an excellent game. Still love Stellaris. That's that big 4X game. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. It's the space yeah, 4X. Okay. It's oh, great. yeah. Grand strategy. You, you started a different game and went, this is too complicated. <laughs> Let me play Stellaris. But I had it's no, I had to learn a new thing. Versus mm -hmm. Stellaris, I already know how to play oh, that one. God. All right. Fair it's enough. It's still think, excellent. From what I understand, Endless Space is not like quite as complex as Star Stellaris, but it is also one of those. I've heard that was good, but no, actually, it was Endless Legend, which is their fantasy Or Endless version. Legend, yeah. Yeah. Um, it, that, that one is uh, hex-based. It looks a lot closer to Civ. I played, like, a, an hour of it while I was going through the tutorial, and I just went, you know, I just want to go play some Stellaris. So I did, uh, <laughs> yeah. I've been on a kick of that for the last week. Uh, for what it's worth, Ben, um, the uh, Xbox Game Pass has uh, Dune Spice Wars. Oh, is that good? <laughs> you're looking... It's unique. Interesting. Yes, that wasn't an answer. Yeah, <laughs> it's. I haven't played enough of it to be like, yeah, solid game. I've been playing other mm -hmm. things, but don't if worry, you're looking Aaron. for like grand but... strategy, four X, just you just want to, I don't know. Hey, really, and, and don't worry, Aaron. That game that you love is on my wish list still. Freaking I'll pick right it up. It is. I'll Ixion. pick it up one of these days. Ixion. It's on there. It looks great. I'm gonna. I know I'm gonna love it. I just got to pick it up. Okay, like well, if like... you end up getting it on accident from somebody, one of your friends, just... <laughs> <laughs> Who knows Oops. how that happens. Oops. Oops. Guess I gotta play Ixion now. Darn. <laughs> no, I bet I will. Darn. Jake! Uh, so I, just like Ben, I've been playing a bunch of new releases. There's the game by Little Studio, Bethesda Studios. <laughs> they released, it's called Skyrim. Oh. Weren't you it's just like complaining you don't have time to play games you purchased, so now you're playing Skyrim? <laughs> Look, don't at me. I don't know. Is that like a fantasy version of Starfield? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, it's like if they put stuff in Starfield. Oh. Uh, cool. uh, true. Wow. True, true. <laughs> uh, but this was actually a little screens. bit inspired by Ben. Uh, oh. I tried out a tool you used, Wabajack, which lets you download mod lists. Mm -hmm. so oh. i have a version of skyrim that is running with i looked at the mod list 1675 mods yeah out of here i think Heck i have yeah. a i think my is this specifically did i tell you about that i was telling you about my mod list for them maybe i don't know what's yours called uh i gotta go double check but i can okay. tell you i currently have literally 500 gig of uh skyrim mm -hmm. mods installed on my hard drive Jeez. Heck yes. yes wait how long did it take you to install them it, uh, it honestly in, wasn't that bad. No, it's not too bad because the uh, the tool actually uh, it, it sets them all everything. in the right order and everything mm -hmm. pretty well. I mean, it's pretty. I think I want to say I set it and it downloaded everything overnight, and then I I really had minimal tweaking I had to do afterwards. Like yeah. man, maybe you, thirty that minutes. That is off. insane. You have you have ruined Alex's pastime, which is Skyrim <laughs> modding simulator. That's his favorite thing to do. <laughs> That's crazy. I know. I get how people feel when they make things easier in games now and then they're like but i had to do it the hard way and they're mad about it i've done mm. it the hard way too plenty alex don't get me wrong i'm just impressed because i feel like i have three mods on Baldur's gate and sometimes it conflicts with each other you just <laughs> said a thousand i've done i think the most i ever did was like 200 ish and that took uh -huh. like 12 hours to set up 
Yeah, now this, if you have a premium Nexus Mods account, you just say, okay, download this mod list, and it downloads and installs everything. I also always had a premium Nexus Mods account when I went to do it, because you can't do it the other way. It would mm-hmm. take so much longer. Like, yeah. It, mm-hmm. That's and crazy. It's, it's it's been really cool. It, it changes, like, everything. It looks re- it looks pretty nice now. Does it All look like Starfield? Trees, it, <laughs> it does not look like Starfield. It's got a bunch of color. Uh, it completely reworked all of the skill trees which i didn't think it was going to do so i was looking through i was like oh my god look at this all the perks like make sense now instead of having like five level one perks that just increase how good you are you just get it once and it says hey this ability now scales with your score Mm. so like your light armor just goes up based on how high Mm. your light armor skill is i'm like wow why didn't skyrim do this in the first place Uh, but that's that's been really cool. Just just kind of like messing around with that and seeing seeing what all's different has been really fun. Uh, the other thing I did, uh, I did this on stream. I've been working my way through Resident Evil Four, the original version. I've got on Steam, and that game is great. It's so good. It's just really really fun. Um, I'm really interested to play the remake now and kind of compare and contrast. Uh, I feel like. I really like in the original how when you're aiming, you don't move. I know a lot of people hated <laughs> that, but I feel like it makes things that. really tense. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I mean, obviously, it kind of, like, balances out, because a lot of the zombies will, like, run up to you, and then they'll go really slow for the last, like, five feet. <laughs> so that way you're not just, like, instantly blindsided. That's funny. But it's, it's great, dude. That is the opposite of the Evil Within zombies. They move at you, like, really slow, and they get, like, ten feet away, and they're like, boom. Mm, interesting. So annoying. But yeah, um, I am I I'm playing it on PC, so I play with keyboard and mouse. Uh, man, that makes it so much easier. I remember back when this came <laughs> out, I played it on PS2 with the controller, and I couldn't I could not hit anything. I was so bad. But on keyboard and mouse, it's just like boom, headshot, 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 headshot. <laughs> they have these Easy like mode. shooting I galleries. Like actually though, they have these shooting galleries, and I literally I couldn't hit like a single target back when I played with the controller. I go in on PC, first try, perfect score. Yeah, just I like, like hard on like controller. I it's, feel that. Man, it's all that aim I... trainer you've been doing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> you Kovacs, dude? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But this this is like the quintessential game for that, that old video game meme of like having a bunch of shit in your inventory that you're saving for later oh, and yeah. then never using it. <laughs> I carried an RPG for probably more than half the game. Never used it. I brought it to the final boss like, oh, I'm finally going to use it. And the final boss is, like, immune to damage, except for, like, a tiny weak point sometimes. And I'm, like, I'm not going to use an RPG on, like, this teeny <laughs> tiny weak point. I'm just going to use something else. So I didn't use it. All game. So dumb. Incredible. Uh, to answer your question, Jake, the uh, version I have is Skyrim the Phoenix flavor. The Phoenix flavor? <laughs> That's good. I love I just, that it is, It's only got 700 mods in it. So wow, apparently I mean, you're, embarrassing. you're kicking my ass. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Amateur hour over here. <laughs> like a lowercase g gamer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For sure. Alex, how about you? Yeah, so um, they announced that Final Fantasy 16 DLC during the Game Awards and said it was coming out that night. And so I went and bought it. And I played through that since it came out. It's pretty short. This is similar to Caleb's DLC story. It's like pretty short, pretty good. Um, probably only took me like two or three hours ish. Um, 
it fills in some world building gaps from the main story that you didn't really get very much information on nothing like too critical that i feel like uh was super necessary to the main storyline but it's it's cool information to have um if you're into that world after playing through that game also my playstation i told caleb this the other day my playstation finally updated uh and it says i played 81 hours of that game now so it's a little bit more than i thought it was i, th I think i was saying like 60 before yeah. um so that's another game jake has to play before game of the year <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, qu quick, me. a quick eighty hours in and out. <laughs> Play on story uh, mode on all these games, and you'll you'll whip through them. Like is not like, that long. You'll be fine. It's like twenty hours. It's not that long. is not twenty hours. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. It's a Metroidvania. That's pretty short for a Metroidvania. I guess. I'm uh, sure if that's the case. You could get through Final Fantasy 16 in like like 30 hours probably <laughs> i literally don't even believe you uh it, it's really not that long if you like mainline it uh there's a lot of side content that pads things out you it, the story impact probably wouldn't be the same but uh so a lot of the side quests like i said last time i was talking about this game are worthless so how long to beat says 36 hours okay <laughs> not bad how long to beat for Leica? 17 and a half. I was overestimating. You'll be you fine. Work. You can play both these games. <laughs> you guys are the worst. <laughs> I no, love I this game. came out at the end of the year. I blame you. I blame you. <laughs> uh, so it's Echoes of the Fallen. Um, the Apparently the big DLC is going to come out next spring. So this was like the short one to like fill a gap until that happens. And that one's going to be called The Rising Tide. Uh, and that's when we'll get Leviathan probably. Because... That is the icon that was missing from this game that's in like a bunch of other Final Fantasy games. Um, and they mentioned him one time in the game in a throwaway line where they're like, the lost icon, Leviathan. I was like, what are you talking about? I, anyway, I don't know Final Fantasy lore. Hmm. Um, <laughs> I also played, I've been playing a bunch of uh, the new Spider-Man game. And by new, I mean the one that came out in o October, was it? Mm -hmm. Sounds right. Like that. Uh, the one that should have won the game in shamed. Game. Yeah. <laughs> Marvel's Spider-Man 2. Uh, great game. Game's great. Um, I think it didn't get talked about too much this year just because it, this year is packed with other games. But, and also it, it's not like special, I guess you would say, because like the first mm -hmm. game was special. Oh. Just absolutely destroying this game. Goddamn. Spider Spider Man on PS4 is special. It was like it came out, blew everybody away. It's like the best Spider Man game we've ever seen. Like it really nailed feeling like a Spider Man to the point of being a meme. Mm -hmm. Um, and then this game is the same pretty much. Uh, it just it's more of that. Um, and it's still a ton of fun. It's the the new abilities they've added to the characters really good really fun to use um the couple new aspects they added to like stealth and stuff like that are nice the progression system feels really rewarding uh like upgrading stuff always feels good like the the bonuses you get on things really nice um and then like the the ps5 bonuses that you get from the ssd really really show it being shown off here like the wingsuit that they added to the game you can whip through that city so fast it again has fast travel like the first game did, but 
never use it. You can get anywhere in the city so quickly, and it's fun to do so. So, like, why would I fast travel? Um, the wingsuit is crazy. Like, the, I almost want to say the wingsuit detracts from the swinging a bit because it's so good mm. that you just swing less now and swinging super fun. So that's like a little bit disappointing, <laughs> but you can get, so they added, uh, Queens and Brooklyn uh, across the river oh. to the map in this game. Um, you can like wingsuit over the entire river if you like get a, get a good jump spot to do it from. Um, so you can pretty much be anywhere really quickly. The, the whole map is like two times bigger than the first game because of what they added. And it doesn't wow. even feel like they've it's like that much bigger because you, you're so fast to move around the city. So Symbiote suit stuff, really, really fun. Hmm. I'm having a good time with it. Do you think it's gonna be on your game of the year? Man, I don't maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't we'll maybe. see how, how good the story gets because it's starting to pay up a bit. But also it's Craven right now. So like <laughs> right now you have six games on there. So Yep. <laughs> yep. There's some stuff that's gonna get cut. What do I have on there? Hi-Fi Rush, Lone Fungus, BG3, mm-hmm. Remnant 2, Final Fantasy 16, and Super Mario Brothers. Oh, Lone Fungus came out this year, huh? Lone Fungus came out this year. That'll probably get cut. Yeah. Cold blooded, goddamn. Yeah, I just game. it's so good. That poor fungus. But... There's so many good games that came out this year. <laughs> it's a pretty um, banner year. Yeah, we'll see how I how I land on the Mario versus Spider Man versus some other stuff situation. Okay. Last but not least, Chad, what are you playing? So, ironically enough, Alex got me back into a WoW classic because he was like, "You're gonna do Season of Discovery," and I was like, mm-hmm. "I guess." Uh, I'm so sure he asked just like that too. You going to that is what he sounds like. <laughs> it's pretty basically, annoying. it is. I think Gosh. I don't remember if we <laughs> talked about this or not on the cast on like what WoW Classic song. I don't is. think we have. Uh, but basically, it's WoW Classic again. So what it, you know, the the classic that broke records on Twitch and stuff like that a couple years ago. I think it was like 2019 or something like that. Um, but now we have these new things that you can discover throughout the world called runes uh, that change abilities or add abilities or give you abilities that they've already come up with because they're just giving you con- like newer content in the old patch. Uh, and so each uh, class so far has 12 of them and uh, it is a max level of 25 in this phase and there will be four phases going all the way up to 60. Um, and in this phase... Uh, and the reason why we are uh, doing this podcast earlier rather than later, um, for everybody that doesn't know, we did this <laughs> podcast earlier than we originally scheduled. Um, there is the ten man raid uh, that I'm about to do tonight, um, called Black Fathom's Depths, uh, and that is a dungeon that you were able to play back in Classic, back in Vanilla, uh, but they have revamped it and put it into a ten man, and it is now a raid. So um, it's kind of just like re envisioning the content. Uh, and kind of sounds just... like vaulting. <laughs> <laughs> you shut your mouth. Is that word? Uh, so yeah, yeah all the other stuff is still there. To be clear, you can still go play classic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's still there. It's just a different server to play on. Um, it's been pretty fun. Uh, it's it's been interesting trying to get 
uh, mother who who we've gotten into this game to understand the concepts of WoW instead of uh, Oongo Boonga Guild Wars, which is much simpler <laughs> and just running gun kind of if you had to compare the two. Uh, WoW is more strategic. You actually have like the tank out in front, uh, you, you know, aggro uh, threat kind of um, tables. So, you, you know, if you pull the aggro and your DPS, you're probably going to die. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the the dungeons, we've done t- two dungeons so far. We haven't completed the Wailing Caverns dungeon, but we did the first tutorial dungeon. Um, we had some people jump into the lava, which was very funny. Uh, and then we also, we, we started the Wailing Caverns as a party of four just to, just to grind XP in the front gate. But we just continued on because we were like, oh, it's, we're actually doing this. So, um, got like halfway through it and then stopped, uh, it's, it's a very long dungeon and, uh, we weren't prepared to actually do the whole thing, but yeah, it's been a lot of fun playing that stuff. Um, it's interesting. I I was mostly interested in it because the low level cap, so mm-hmm. like you can check out WoW in like a bite sized form. It seems like cash like casual WoW for casuals kind of. You can get extra cash pretty fast. Yeah, like it's it doesn't take that long to get there. I, it'll probably expand into something that's way more involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when they keep on like upping the levels, but we'll see how well, that goes. Put it into perspective. I don't know if I didn't level correctly the first time I played Classic, but it took me a month to get to 60. Um, 1 to 25 doesn't take that long, but like you start getting into the 40s, 50s, 60s, and it's just, or into the 50s, high 50s, it's just grueling. Um, so I'm curious to see when those phases come out, how much Alex and Mother stick with it. But uh, got people from Classic 2019 guild that I was in playing on the server, so... Um, reconnecting with them it's kind of fun uh another thing that i started playing a little bit of uh, i haven't played much of it um but it would you know it dropped the game awards shows the finals yeah um it's a good game it's uh it's a little sweaty right now uh, uh, i was I gonna ask i don't know if skill-based matchmaking like transferred over from beta or something but like i people have the greatest name in the world i have mm-hmm. seen a lot of rumors that like china not being region locked is affecting the game and so maybe there's just some hacks going on that's why it's mm. bad uh but then i picked up the controller for the first time since like before PUBG days and holy crap the aim assist in that game is insane mm-hmm. and i was I, I was telling aaron and alex that i was doing the same if not better on controller than i was on mouse and keyboard and that's crazy to me because i haven't played mm-hmm. a controller shooter in so long like even when Hyperscape had insane aim assist, I didn't pick up the controller to try it. Um, but Maybe like, you should play with crossplay turned off. You can still play controller on PC. I mean, that's the issue. It's not the consoles, to be honest with you. Consoles, It'd probably eliminate most of the controller players, though. Bad Maybe. Guess. Um, but yeah, the 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 reason it's so insane though is because the one thing that I tested out, because I you know I wanted to make sure that like. I would be able to use a controller with the evasive dash, which is basically tracer's dash. You have three of them, it recharges. Um, if you're not ADSing and you dash, your crosshair literally stays on that guy through the dash. It just, <laughs> no it's just magnetized. So you just dash to the left or right three times while shooting at the guy. He can't track you before you killed him. It's, it's crazy. Oh, no. Um, 
That's only on the light class, though. I mean, there's also the medium and the heavy classes that I haven't tried on controller, so it's, I'll be interested to see that. I noticed that ADS had less aim assist than hip fire, so I, I think it kind of plays into playing light a little bit more. Um, I think we've talked about the finals before, so I don't really have to go into detail on like the game type and stuff like that. So it's it's a cool arena shooter, 3v3v3, and the ranked tournament sweatier modes, uh, 3v3v3v3. Mm-hmm. That was four of them, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I will, I will say just like even when we were playing in the beta, it's very polished. It's so good. It's so I, good. like it just came out so good. Like it's, impressive. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that isn't that sad at this point? We're like, man, the game came out. It was polished. Yeah. Mm. When yeah, the game came out, it felt like a game that was released. Yeah. <laughs> right. Impressive. The one thing I, that I will say is the 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 polish that isn't there is for some reason there are still DCs. And there are and still, still thirty minute bans on no! Kias. I don't know why they they left that in there, but mm-hmm. for some reason, it, like I get it, you don't want people leaving the game and ruining, you know, the you don't want to have a two v three v three. I get that, but like thirty yeah. minute, that's egregious. Like you, most games start off as like, oh, don't bad bad, let me smack your hand. One minute yeah. timer, you can't queue. Oh, you did it again. Five minute ban. No, this one's just straight thirty minutes. Like the first time, like That's it's nasty. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, be excited to play some more of that. Kind of taking, I'm letting the the sweaties get into the ranked modes. You have to play like I think seventy five games to get into the actual ranked mode. Uh, so a lot of people are playing uh, what's called bank it, um, mm-hmm. just slaying out, not even trying to grab the coins. Just all the all the hyperscape players that I know are just in that mode, solo playing, just light class. So don't go into bank it if you want to mm. casual. Go to quick play or a quick cash. Mm. Another game that I've been playing. Uh, Fortnite came back into my views, you know, landscape of gaming. Um, been having some fun with some friends on that, casually playing the, the BR. And then they were just like, hey, yo, let's try to make this Roblox. Let's let's make, you know, Fortnite the end-all, be-all, the one-stop shop. I mean, I think Fortnite's eventually going to be uh, a Souls-like. It's going to be, you know, it already has racing, it has Guitar Hero, it has Legos, you know, so that's <laughs> Minecraft, Valheim. Um, that's already the survival side, you know, there's... There's there's gonna be like tactic based stuff in Fortnite. Like, you're just gonna you're just gonna log in. And you're gonna be like, holy crap, Fortnite's everything. This is the metaverse. I don't need another game. Um, but I will say the racing, it feels pretty good. It's like uh, it's like your Mario knockoff. You do some drifting, get some boost, uh, makes you go faster. Um, you can air dash because uh, it's Rocket League and uh, stick to walls and stuff like that. It's it's real fun. It's, it's uh it's a good thing. Um, the Guitar Hero version, I didn't realize this, but Epic Games, I guess, uh, got harmonics. Like, they, they, they really? bought out harmonics, really? and that's why the Guitar Hero is a thing here in here. So mm-hmm. not only is it just kind of like a tap-tap game right now, if you guys have ever played tap-tap on iOS, uh, or you're just kind of hitting the buttons as they're coming across, um, they're actually supposedly going to develop a legacy uh, setting. So, like, if you have a Guitar Hero guitar, you can just do the strumming and like guitar hero like act and like the drums will work with it when eventually and like so this is going to be Fortnite rock band like guitar hero whatever you want to call it it's it's gonna have some good stuff there i i hear what you're saying but they didn't win best <laughs> ongoing game at the game awards so i don't know that i trust yeah 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 it's a good point um 
They also the Lego Fortnite is kind of bare bones right now, but like for the most part, you you jump in that and it's a free to play polished survival crafting Valheim Minecraft, and like they've already released announcements saying that they're they're going to add like various enemies, various vendors, uh, more places to explore. It's so insane to me how polished the Lego part portion of this Fortnite game is. This game is, first of all, it was supposed to be Fortnite survival. So you're supposed to be, you know, tower defense. Then it turned into BR and now it's just becoming this massive, just everything, everything game. It's just so are crazy. Gonna, are they going to have like Fort Bucks you have to buy soon? It's like an in-game currency that you can only pull out after you get like a certain volume of money. Kind of like... <laughs> Ro- what do you call it? Robux? Is that the Roblox stuff? Robux, yeah. yeah. People Robux. make real I mean, they money have, on Roblox. They have V-Bucks. I'm assuming that still works across yeah. like Lego and Rocket well, and all that stuff. That's another thing that's insane. I, for, I've spent so much money on Fortnite over the years. <laughs> I like know. so much like money. More than, more than like Alex's more, Dota? No. I don't think so. <laughs> what do you mean no? I don't <laughs> think so. Because are we including the tickets to like the tournament no, and stuff like that? No, that's not included. No, we're oh, not including that? Even excluding that, I, I you'd still have to know, spend probably. a lot of money. I don't know. It's like, it's in the, the thousands. Uh, yeah. How many it's, thousands? It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, around 1,500 Oh, yeah, you're fine. You're fine. You're Anyways, fine. The, <laughs> all of the skins that I have unlocked from buying them, uh, unless they're like direct IP, like, you know, to something that uh, doesn't have uh, crossover to Lego, uh, like Dragon Ball, um, Marvel stuff, like none of that really transfers over. Um, but all the rest of the skins like have a Lego variant. And so I, I could just play any of the skins that I've bought in Lego. It's incredible. That's um, crazy. Yeah. So That's you got so like, much work. <laughs> Yeah. So much. and then they have their own emotes too. They they designed emotes for these. It's so insane to me that this is a free content pack. They they have so much money. They don't know what to do with it. So they're just yeah. Uh, anyway, it's really wild that this is just in Fortnite. Like that that and Rocket Racing could totally just be like their own products, right? Yeah, Rocket League could have literally just developed rocket racing but instead they did it in fortnite or at least put it in rocket league since it's a rocket league thing <laughs> yeah no no um one thing i will say and this is kind of a negative note uh chapter five has come out in the br and with that they have overhauled the animations of fortnite totally uh and so the running speed and which when you're just holding W or forward on your analog stick literally looks as if your character has no urgency at all to get anywhere. <laughs> uh, and then when you use your, what I would consider and call it your tactical sprint, uh, I think that's what they call it in Call of Duty, uh, but it's like your your stamina sprint in Fortnite. Uh, you go pretty fast, but then that lasts only like three seconds and you're back to trying to outrun the storm with zero urgency again. Uh, and so there's been like lots of complaints about it. Um, it's kind of changed the flow of the game. Uh, they've come out with a statement basically saying like, we're going to look at the speeds. Um, unfortunately, I, I feel bad for the guy. There's a dev that like came out and made a statement and was like, Hey, my team's been working a year on this animation. Like I'm so proud of it. And he got, uh, some hateful messages on his mm. Twitter. Uh, mm. one of which was a McDonald's application. 
Um, another one <laughs> was uh, an acronym. That's pretty funny, that... actually. <laughs> Gosh. One of them was an acronym, which um, is is very very bad, and it you know has death involved. It's you know starts the K oh. ends with mess. Um, yeah, oh. lots of lots of really angry people. Which like Back. at the end of the day, like I feel like there's constructive criticism where you could tweet at him and be like, "Hey, guy, I don't really like the movement. It's not as good as the old one." And then there's all of destructive, yeah. destructive yeah. criticism. Just, not even like, criticism, just chaos. Yeah. yeah, just like tell the guy like, "Hey, don't really like the movement," and then maybe he'll get like after various amounts of people have told him that he'll get that across. You don't have to tell the guy that stuff. Yeah. Bad stuff, um, and that's it's just sickening. It's just like the gaming community is always like that. Like I, I, I think I remember Destiny Two having that issue in their Reddit forums at one point, where they had to like just stop having community managers, um, and because it's just like death threats are just like a thing that happens for some reason. It's just like people think it's normal. It's not. So yeah, for, for, for all in all, you know, if you kind of get used to the movements and you know you, you get used to the weapon attachments because for some reason they wanted to des design that, you had to walk over to a, a workbench and throw on a red dot or you know a laser sight or foregrip or something like that. Um, it doesn't really change the place. Like I can just not use the, the workbench and I don't feel any difference in the guns really, uh, which is kind of nice um, because you can kind of just forget the system or use it. Uh, and it doesn't really affect your play style. Um, the medallions are absolutely insane in this game right now. You, there's various different NPC bosses at different POIs that you can kill. I think there's five medallions in all, and it gives you one shield a tick. Once you, one shield, it's a second. And if you're holding all five, you're getting, uh, I think, five shield a second. And basically that means that if you're in a, a, a build fight, well, I, the reason I pause is because I, I've heard somebody say eight <laughs> shield a second. I'm like, how do they get that math? Mm -hmm. um, anyways, when you're in a build fight, which is a lot of defensive and chest moves, uh, and you get yourself cracked 50 shield, you just run away for a second. You're back to 200 health. You go back at the guy. So it's if you ha if somebody has all five sh uh, medallions, it's pretty much over. I've witnessed one of, one of my buddies uh, get shot by four people. And he's had all five medallions, and he he outplayed them because he had all five medallions. So every time he took I, damage, he just boxed up. Can't you just like like if you collected all five medallions, could you just stand out in the storm, like maybe even next to one of those so like it, uh, water? It valves? does not help your 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 white health. It doesn't oh, okay. help flesh. It only helps your shield. Flesh. Shield health. Got it. All right. Uh, I saw some about those and like doesn't it put on the map like a ring where you're at if you're holding one yeah so it puts a very big ring when you have one and if you have five it's very pinpointed like you mm -hmm. you know exactly where the person is so that's the downside if you have one is the ring directly around them if you just go to the center is it's that not where is it? it's okay. not yeah I saw that confirmed that it's not exact yeah, That's it's, it's, it's the same thing with their they have a bounty system already in there where it's a circle and like it could gotcha. be anywhere within that circle so yeah. all in all i think fortnite's killing it with their continued play and cyberpunk shouldn't have won <laughs> <laughs> cyberpunk shouldn't have been in the category but yeah yeah, I I yeah. <laughs> okay well i think that's all we have for this week um you can tune back in in two weeks when jake will have spent 53 hours cumulatively playing final fantasy 16 and like it aged through blood so we're excited <laughs> to hear his reviews then Whoa. 
and Alan Wake 2, oh, and yeah. Baldur's Gate Alan 3. Oh, yeah, well, Baldur's and Gate, And Ixion. Well, always <laughs> Ixion. We don't need that for the game of the year. You could just mm. play that on the side. That's Gonna load a thousand more mods in the Skyrim. Mm-hmm. You playing yep. that? I yep, literally yep. just I just relaunch I'm launching it right now. Because <laughs> I remembered. Uh we will be back with uh V Gig number four. I will have a new and improved V Gig where I don't use setting at all whatsoever because clearly that category doesn't make any sense and it's kind of screwing things up. V Gig two was actually great. All the answers were very precise. This one just kind of mm, fell out of scope a little bit. So we're gonna we're gonna fix that, tighten it up. I'm very excited. Very excited, guys. Anyways, uh, I think that's it. So uh, thanks so much for joining us, and we will catch you next time. See you. This week's podcast was edited by me, Aaron Juno. Other voices this week include Alex McCoslin, Chad McCoslin, Caleb Juno, Ben Diaz, and Jake John Federkyle. This week's music was again brought to you by Amer. You can check out his music on Spotify, or you can also check it out on soundcloud.com forward slash Amer. Additionally, you can check out everything that we do, We Are The Horizon, at our website, www.wearethehorizon.com. We have a lot of video posts as well as links to other content we've done in the past. You can also check out our new series, The Discordant Signal, a multi-arc Starfinder adventure, live on Twitch every Monday at 8 p.m. and then out on YouTube and whatever podcasting app you are using at 6 p.m. on Thursdays. Again, thanks so much for joining us and we'll catch you next time.